Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Healthy Empath Podcast. Today, I interview Joyce Haddad. She is a spiritual psychologist, energy alchemist, mother, you know, author, and she's just someone who has embodied, you know, her soul and these amazing archetypes, the wise woman, the healer, and she truly lives it and walks the path. She's created her own healing modality that she's now teaching to others, and that's what the book is about. So we'll dive into all this stuff within this conversation. I hope you love it, and enjoy. Okay, Joyce, thank you again so much for being here. And before I have you tell your story more a little bit, and uh, I want to share just a little something with the listeners because yeah, um, you know when I get interviewed on podcasts or when I talk about my story, I, you're actually a pretty integral part of that, or at least you know the experience that you helped facilitate. So whenever I talk about like you know my main spiritual awakening, I mean yeah, it started happening before I met you and went to like that that weekend with you. But it really awesome. was you know the experience at that weekend that really shifted everything um, and opened up a whole new world, and that was kind of you know, my the most pivotal like uh, yeah. kind of kind of moment that I had because it was just you know I mean right like that that trauma release that was happening was insane yes, you remember that awesome. like my body was yeah. just like convulsing and shaking it was, and, like, it was amazing I was like what is all this uh so yeah one little side note for anyone who listens like that's you know when I if I mentioned that event or if I mentioned Joyce this is who I'm talking about so can you yeah, share us you know, your story your background yes. how you got into doing what you do what you do wherever you want to take it you know let's go so um well hi to everybody my name is Joyce Haddad and I'm so happy Mike to have you in in this or to, for us to have met during our soul journeys it was awesome. It was really awesome. So um, I've been doing this work for about 16 years. My awakening started when my father got very sick from cancer. And I was about 24 years old. And I, you know, I was really disconnected from my soul essence. I come from a Middle Eastern background. And so my whole life, I kind of depended on my father. And it was just like, oh, okay, what my father said, what I, you know, I was doing what he wanted us to do. And business-wise and all that stuff. And so until one day he got sick, he got this really bad cancer and he had a year of life left, according to, you know, science. And so that kind of made me a little nuts and crazy. I was kind of like so disconnected that I felt like I was dying with him. Um, that just resulted into one synchronicity of being connected to the first teacher that I had, which I... I went from not knowing absolutely anything spiritual to doing psychic surgeries. So it was really like, oh, wow, they got me into like heavy, heavy like stuff. And I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? But it was really powerful. I stayed and I released so much, so much DNA ancestor pain and, and just, I understood about all the subtle bodies, all the energetic bodies, the emotional bodies, the biology, the neuroscience of the brain, the neurocircuits of the brain, everything. And it's a communication, right? And then, so I started kind of, my excuse was like, hey, I'm going to help my father heal, right? At the end, I just, I helped myself. Um, and of course, through this process, I ended up applying everything that I was learning with him and that ex helped him awaken and his life spam became 10 years instead of one his type of cancer was mantle cell lymphoma very aggressive type of cancer that has absolutely no healing and um it was cool because i was studying i became like super advocate about learning about so many different things and then i started studying psychology i became a psychologist um, I learned about biology, I learned about energy, I learned about emotions, I learned about consciousness, where it's at, how it's communicating to the body, what's up with the brain, what's going on with the mind, where is this, the cells, and how do we get sick, why do we get sick, and, and then it just became just an overflow of, of magical ecstasies, and, and then all of a sudden, I'm, you know, doing this for a living, from doing, going to being business and traveling here to China and all this stuff and, you know, manufacturing products. Now I actually, you know, manufacture wellness. So it's, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. And so I met you in that journey because you took a course of one of the courses that I teach and, um, and we all became like this huge soul family. It was a very, very amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. And, yeah. 
And I love the the parallel too, where you said you didn't really know much about this stuff. And yeah. then all of a sudden to like being in the, in the thick of it. And that's how, you know, my experience was the same too. I didn't really know any of this background stuff. And then all of a sudden, yeah, I, after I left your event, like next week, I, I'm working with, you know, people who've been doing healing work for, you know, of years course. and like no way more about it. But I'm like, you know, ended up being like facilitating for them. I was like, how did I go from like nothing to this so quickly? You just um, remembered quickly. It was a remembrance, Mike. It's just, I think you know it. It's a knowing that it just activates. So yeah. I don't think there's a level. I just think that your inner wisdom just came out completely and boom, you're instant connected to the the levels that you need to be in and that's exactly what it is it's kind of cool it's kind of cool yeah and so when people ask about how to like you know hone their gifts or their psychic senses yeah my answer is to to do like the trauma work because that's what happened to to me because it wasn't like i didn't like study these things and like you know refining i mean that comes it's important to do that perhaps afterwards but for me it just opened up by you know having you know doing this Kind of, yeah, a lot of like that, this ancestor DNA stuff came up and yeah, I didn't really even know what a past life was, hadn't heard much about mm-hmm. it. And um, but all of a sudden, like my body is having this very, very visceral reaction to, mm-hmm. you know, to something in regards to that. So I'm like, well, okay, well, there's something here. And then that like opened up all these senses. So I think that's the best way to you know, do open your psychic senses and your gifts is to. It's to a soul orgasm, work. what you had, because it's a soul <laughs> orgasm. It's you like. You experience your soul on a physical level. So then, of course, your body's going to start activating the frequency. It's kind of like a pressure cooker. It brings in the prana, and then it starts to shake. And boom, it's like, right? And all of a sudden, you're awake, and you're just feeling all of these. Your sensories are all activated. And there's a fusion, which we were talking about the soul star. Your soul star just opened up, and you received all of your knowingness from your higher self. Yeah, I remember yeah, uh, I Susie it. even said I smelt different when I got back because <laughs> such a I different bet. person. I bet, I totally bet. I'm telling you. <laughs> and so, tell me more a little bit about, um, you know, that journey that you were sharing, like with your fa- father. Um, but more so, like, what are some of your, you know, core wounds or things that you had to heal through, and then Ooh. how does that translate into how you help people now, or like what you kind of like focus on, or was there some type of purpose that was born from that? Well, yeah, definitely. I, I had a lot of trauma. So I, I was very disconnected to my divine feminine. And I really, um, my divine feminine and masculine was completely out of balance. I mean, I was very, I had a lot of masculine energy. I was trying to prove myself to my father. I needed to be enough for my father. I had all these belief systems of what a woman should be like. And then my mother took a role also because of my father. There was this big you know, leadership of castrating beliefs for the woman. And not only in my lifetime, but also my many lifetimes before, my Egyptian lifetimes and so forth. And then, of course, my ancestors, all these women, they were all like married and none of them were like really living their gifts and none of them were really acknowledging their inner knowing and they were just dominated by the masculine energy. Nothing good, nothing bad. It was simply what it was. So that made me really angry really freaking angry i was really angry and i was really resenting my father and i was resenting myself i mean this whole thing was more about me i was like i'm i'm so angry i had all these gifts i was i was writing music singing i was wanting to do so much and i stopped myself from all of that so i kind of like i put myself on lockdown and said you know what okay, fine. I'll continue. I got beat so many times, so many times. Um, I remember I was, I would be called a slut for belly dancing and stuff like that because I love movement. I love to dance. I'm a musician. And so I was like, what? I mean, these belief systems. So then of course, after jumping into this spirituality, right. And this realm of like knowingness, yeah, boom, I understood. I have a soul contract with my father. He's teaching me everything that I needed to, or I chose to receive this physical abuse and this verbal abuse in order for me to come out as a goddess or a leader of my industry. And, and I needed those behaviors in order for me to integrate what I got out of it, that lesson. But then I learned that if I didn't integrate it, then I would keep repeating the same crap over and over because my soul still needed that conflict in order to receive 
that positive lesson that I was gaining. So the gain without the, you know, no pain, no gain. Nowadays, we don't need that crap. We just, you, you really can learn without struggle. You can learn without conflict. We can live our best selves in a different way. So, you know, my gifts started to develop. Then I was afraid of my gifts. I had tons of trauma. I was super, I was fragmented. So um, a lot of mental issues, a lot of issues with ourselves becoming our best selves is because we're so defragmented. So we have fractals all over the place. When a trauma occurs, there's a split in the energy field and it's, there's a split in the mental field. So there's a split in personality plus in energy. So when that splits, where is it? But it's not in me. You know, it's not here. That's why I'm feeling like lost and unwhole and broken, but no one is broken. We're just, we're here to pick up our fractals and our particles everywhere we've left them. And they could be in people, places, things, situations, um, under the grounds. I've, I've, I mean, my work has been incredible. I've, I have so much data of people losing their fractals in war, losing their fractor, fractals in when they died or, or when somebody got, you know, they hit you, what happens? It, 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 it splits, it jumps. So it's out of my energy, subtle body. And then where does it go? It could be in that person, but it could also be lost in time in that place where things happened. So it's kind of like, I just, I, I have fun with this. And I tell my students and my, and my people around me, I'm like, you know, you know, we're, we're detectives of our soul. You know, everybody wants to live their best life. Some people don't even know how because they're, they, they, they're, too, they're too traumatized to, to be able to know how to do it. That's why you come in, I come in. We've gone through our trauma work. We've, we've picked up our fragments. We've, we've, and we're still doing it. Believe me, we're still doing it, especially now with this whole COVID thing. I mean, I've worked on myself a couple of fears that I've popped up in my head, but we're still working on it, you know? But it's really interesting. It's really interesting. Yeah, I really love that explanation of the yeah, the fractals and mm -hmm. how things splitting. And I got chills too when you on a couple of different things. One because it related to me, you know, just like the the loss of these fractals from something like war, and you know, it reminds me of oh, my yeah. experience in Afghanistan. And then uh, also the Oof. I got uh yeah, when you said like this like personality too. Um, could you Alter touch fragment. on that a little bit or yeah, like, sure. uh, explain a little more? Because yeah, I got some sure. chills there. So let's see mm -hmm. how that relates. So that is an alter fragment. What does that mean? That a fragment carries personality and then it has also just fragment, a fragment which has no personality. It's just energy. So it's a piece of your soul, your vital soul energy and a piece of your personality energy that can split. So this is why a lot of people have... Um, have um, issues with, wait a second, why am I feeling emotions of someone else? Why am I, I have like thoughts and, and suicidal things. And I have a lot of kids right now, suicide children, 19, 18, and most of them, I mean, most of them have alter fragments and they have some kind of dark energies that are stuck to their bioenergetic bodies. When you release that and you bring, you, you, you release that fractal that doesn't belong to you, boom, you're back. It's like you have no influence. Exterior, for, I call that in my book, foreign energies that are like invested in you. You give them back and then you pick up yours. It's a basic exchange. When you release the filaments, you, you actually do a, 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 a swap. Here, give me back my power and I'll give you back mine. But before we do that, let's recalibrate in the beautiful, in the universe and then, you know, align ourselves back to our original blueprint. So it's super powerful. One of the examples that I, that I tell people all the time is, I'll give you two. Um, I had a lady who lost her husband in the Twin Towers, the whole New York thing. So her husband, who knows how it happened, explosions, people throwing themselves out of their buildings and all that. What happens when a body impacts like the boom or an accident? What happens to those fractals? It, there's a, there's a, an energy fragmentation, but there's also bone fragmentation. And in your bone is all of your, 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 your DNA. It's, there's so much information in bone. How do you, how, you know, you've been in war and all that. 
when they find bones and animal bones, what do they, they find everything. So when people defragment in an accident, the fragments, poof, they go in the air and they're kind of like floating literally where in the quantum field, you know, and in this quantum field, they, what do they do? They reattach. It's like magnets because remember we are electromagnetic energies. So where do they go? Boom. They just gravitate to something. If you happen to be in that area, you might be receiving a bunch of, of foreign frequencies that don't belong there. So whatever that personality is, that person's depressed, or if that person was suicidal, or if that person's got a bunch of stuff, you're feeling that vibration. And this goes with organs as well. When people get donated an organ, mm. all of that has frequencies and it does have personality. It has belief systems and it even has desires. I mean, it's, it's, it's powerful stuff if we go in depth to it. And so since the, the show, you know, is a lot about um, mm-hmm. healthy empath, a lot of empaths right, listening. Right. So if there are fractals, floating around in Mm -hmm. like different places. And so as an empath who's uh, extra sensitive to these energies, can you just by Mm -hmm. by walking through different places, be picking up other people's fractals? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. You can pick up the energies and you can also return them. You can Mm -hmm. just feel certain stuff as an empath. What you should do is, is really just be conscious of what it feels like. And if it feels, if it feels scary, you know, literally just release them back and just, you know, ask universe creation whatever belief it is in a higher power you have to to cleanse and restore and release them and you know send them back to where it belongs but you always want to send back like you know back in the days you know people would say no let's give it back to them three times fold no 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 we don't do that anymore mm. we just we clean we restore and we send it back to where it belongs it's not my movie i don't care what it how karma will will deal with their process. But, you know, as empaths, we automatically are sweeping the planet because we're higher frequencies. So as we pass by, we cleanse. We cleanse people. We cleanse their auras. People start to cry next to you, right? Why are they crying? Well, your energy is sweeping theirs. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I like that. It's kind of cool. Yeah, important to remember. That's what I have remind my people too. It's like you're not... You know, feeling these things because you're some type of you have like a disease, right? Like, yeah. like oh, this is like something bad happened to you. Yeah, it's so you can like you know do this kind of uh, cleaning of the collective consciousness. Correct, correct. Um, and that's why it's so important to have these like foundational kind of you know self care and health practices so that you know it doesn't turn you do. into. We do, especially if you're working with people, you have to clean yourself a lot because you're working with people. So you're yeah. picking up. It's kind of like a vacuum. And then oh, cool. so, something else was popping up when you were talking too. So I want to share this with you and then see what you, you know, how you would explain it. Yes. So it's a, I guess you could call it yeah, one of my core shadow like elements, like parts of my, my shadow and my darkness. And I experienced this. Uh, well, I, I became very intimate with, with it mm-hmm. in, a, uh, in a peyote ceremony. Oh, <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, and it showed me that I had this whole experience of like thinking that, you know, the, the peyote like wasn't any good and I wasn't feeling anything the whole time. And I just it ended up twisting into me being like this huge, pity, the biggest pity party you could have ever imagined in your life. And I just went to like these deep feelings of so utterly worthless. And then like, why? Deep, dark moment. What's the point of living? Like nobody would ever want to work with me. Like what could I even do to make money? Maybe pick up dog poop. Uh, I don't know. And just like all these like crazy things. And then at the end, and this whole time, like I had no idea that I was like you know experienced like like tripping. I guess or experiencing the medicine. I thought you know it wasn't working. And 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 then at the end, you know, the I stood by the fire, and then I just kind of hear like, okay, you know, now now leave it all behind. And then, yeah, I started to learn more and more and more about this and even continue to learn more about this experience because it's the, the kind of like the pattern that the mode that I go into when something like bad happens or that things don't go my mm-hmm. way. That's my the kind of reactivity shadow element when it becomes this very kind of like self-defeating, like, you know, what's the point of anything? The whole world's out to get me. Mm-hmm. Like, God doesn't like me, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And so, yeah, like, like that shadow aspect of that part of my personality, like how, 
how would you and I and this was definitely related to my paternal ancestry. Um, so how yeah, how would you explain that from these kind of the way that you've been explaining things? Like feeling sorry for yourself, right? Like hearing like really like, oh my god, like the the like for all of your experiences, right? Is that what you're trying to say? From all of the experiences that you went through? No, not even necessarily. I don't even know. It was just like something I was definitely like, you know, I feel like I was born with, but it's like if something, mm -hmm. but it, so like, yeah, this like, um, yeah, medicine was showing me this aspect, right. this, this personality that exists within me. Mm -hmm. And so is that like, is that a fractal personality? Yes. Is that from like um, ancestral trauma or like, and then it, how do I, you know, it, cause it, it'll still pop up, not like it did before, but um, you know, maybe you know, every so often, but not nearly as long or nearly as intense. So yeah, I'm just curious as to like what your it could be, explanation it could be anything. of something like that is. It could be anything. It could be that you've picked up um, some kind of past life that you have memory for sure. It's memory. It's a memory. So it's a communication into your, your, your body, your avatar. You're feeling it. Emotions, mm -hmm. remember, emotions are the communicators of the body. The mind communicates to the brain. The brain then send signals into the nerve, your, autom you know, your automatic nervous system is the one that's acting. So where's your subconscious in your body? Your emotions, feeling, and it's activating. What is it activating? Ooh, that's the thing. It could be activating ancestral stuff. Um, you know, all our genetics is in our pineal gland. So everything that's you know, inherited from all our ancestors is right in our pineal gland. And so it could be information from your father, your, your grandfather, anything that you've, they've lived and now it's activated in you or simultaneously, it could be activating a past life. But remember, remember something, it's very important. We're living everything together. We're living past, present, interdimensional lifetimes. We're, we're living simultaneous timelines, which is crazy because, you know, we were talking about this yesterday about you know, I, I cut my finger the other day during COVID. I was cutting chicken and I got infected. My finger has not healed for the past three months. Not that it's not healed, it's their scar tissue there. The other day I was in a meditation and I was sitting there with a friend of mine. We were doing some hypnosis together. And all of a sudden I started to feel like a lifetime where I felt like I was tortured and my finger swollen was swollen. So then I said, well, maybe I'm picking up some kind of past life memory that activated. And so what I'm feeling right now with my finger and this pain that I'm feeling has nothing to do with what I, I cut my finger, you know? It has to do with my past, like something that triggered, you know, came to the surface and now I'm feeling it so I can heal it. So I, what I can recommend to you and people who have this, like, a, you know, you have awareness, create awareness. Um, what am I feeling and where is it coming from? Let's do digging. Let's, let's become detectives of what the heck I'm feeling. Is it mine or is it my father? Is this an imposter energy? And who's the imposter? Who is it? My father, my grandfather, is it me? And then you're going to figure it out and then you're going to transmute and trans transform it with grace and love because we can't destroy any energy. We know that energy can't be destroyed, but we can transform it for sure and integrate it. All you gotta do is integrate. I don't believe in um, separating shadow. I believe you gotta do shadow work. A lot of people are like, oh, let's do it. No, 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 this is bullshit. We got to look at our shadow because here on earth, we're here to experience emotion. Nothing is like this ever. Every day we got a new thing going on. So what is it that we you know, it's triggering. What is, what's reflecting? Let me figure it out where it's coming from. Let's release it and let's move forward. And that's how we elevate. That's how we elevate. And medicine is, is, is crazy. I love it. I've done four ayahuasca ceremonies and I, I'm, I'm done for now, but um, it shows you everything and all at the same time. So it's like, it's like a boot camp of the soul. Yeah. That's yeah. definitely it could be quite intense. Um, and then, yeah, I like the that explanation. And I know for me personally, I like that shadow element, right? Because it, it was a lot of like these feelings of like worthlessness. And um, I can see, yeah, patterns throughout, you know, the, the men in my family. And, you know, for me, and like the way, yeah, to work with that shadow, you know, is, is to love it, right? And to, 
you know, show it that it is worthy. And, and that means show myself that I am worthy and, you know, yeah. I am capable of, and, and like, so stepping into the opposite of that, which is you know, what I'm doing right now, even with just processing, yeah. working with people and like, Oh, like I, you know, I am of use. Right. And where did you, where did you, where did it come from? When did you instill it? When did you get that? When did you instill that definition and that perception of unworthiness? You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. that's where the trick is. If I know why, okay, I'm feeling unworthy, but why am I feeling unworthy? Was it because my father told me that I was unworthy or was it because my mother told me that I was unworthy? Or did I feel unworthy because I had a relationship when I was younger and I, I was rejected? So that moment in time, I decided to make a rule for myself. I will no longer be vulnerable. So I'm, I'm, I'd rather just settle for less than to live my highest expectation of myself and stay on a lower level and just, and, and just, you know, cleanse it right away. You know, it, this is a process. We have to find out where it's, where it's at, where did it come from? We got to be like the detectives. And then, then when we know, we just let it go and say, you know, mom, this dad, this is not mine. You know, I totally, I'm totally deserving of it. And when we do this psychotherapy, energy, alchemy, we should always add it to our commands of transformation you know, six generations back and six generations forward. Because if I heal, then I want to make sure that my generation of masculine energy heals, right? For you and in me, that my feminine generation also heals. So that in the future, my children also are released of the contract obligation that I am carrying and that I am living. And then that's mm -hmm. how we change, you know, history. Yeah. Pretty cool. I like it. That brought up another thing I was going to ask uh, when you were sharing uh, your story and with the, the divine feminine and the abuse. And so I am always interested in the karma of when it comes to children. And so you have two boys and mm -hmm. yeah, no, no girls. Why, why do you think that is what's going on there? When you, I would almost think that you would have a girl so that you could, you know, um, instill this incredible, in them right? Teach them. So yeah, now you have two boys. So I guess you have to yeah, part of it is probably, you know, teaching them how to be the type of, of men who would treat the divine feminine right and to own the divine feminine within them. So I uh, don't want to don't answer for you, but what's your take? That's powerful because what you just said, something that I didn't really think about, but you made me think right now. And it's like, yeah, I'm teaching these boys to be some badass men to love their woman and to really honor who they are and honor the woman that they're with. Because I, you know, a lot of the time, especially in my, in my, my dad's side of the family, all the men in my dad's side, Oh my God, they, they're married, but they're married since they're like young and, and then they're not in love and everyone's cheating on everybody. You know, that's horrible. Who are you cheating? You're cheating on yourself. So if I definitely want to show my children and they're old, my, my oldest is going to be 20 and my other one's going to be 16 they're, they're, they're on their way to an example. And they are, they are, they are. They, they're clear. If I can get them to be clear of their God self, and if my active God will awaken their dormant God, then we can become awakened gods, all of us. Then there's no need for anything. Just basically, there's only a need to just be and live your purest form. And if we all live that way, then there's sacred union with the masculine and the feminine. I really yeah. believe that. Yeah. I was listening to something the other day. I'm actually going to be interviewing her. And she was talking, I think she got the concept from probably uh, Carl Jung's work and talking about how, you know, for men, so the, the woman is the guide to the man's soul. And, mm. and then also on a, in, you know, an inward reflection of that. So for, a man to be in touch with his soul and to embody you know, the divine masculine, he has to embody his, um, you know, his female and the, mm -hmm. divine, the, the female within him and the divine feminine. And I really uh, like that concept resonated a lot. Like I love that. Yeah. that. Yeah. Powerful. It's powerful. Um, so tell me a little bit about the book that you're uh, actually you're not working on it. Really. It's, it's coming out soon this year. You think it's coming out, I would say like September. Um, okay. I'm still working on it. I'm still kind of in the end. I'm editing. I'm in that end phase and stuff like that. I'm flowing with it because, you know, this whole pandemic thing really got me like working, uh, writing full time. So it's something that I've been writing for a, a few years now. But now I really like kind of 
focus all my energy in it because I'm always doing retreats and I'm always, you know, working and stuff like that. So I solely made a commitment with myself to just write and um, finish because this technique, it needs to come out into the universe. And um, it's called spiritual divorces. It's the method. It's a healing method that I've put together for about all my life work. Okay. And what I feel needs to be done so that the ascension process is faster. The book is called Untangled and it's a powerful soul alchemy uh, method to really release all filaments and soul webs that are entangled because of trauma, because of circumstances and stuff like that. Because a lot of people think that, oh yeah, I moved to the, from that country. I'm, I left everything behind and I'm starting brand new. And this can go sure with any relationship or everything. It's bullshit, excuse my language, but it's not true because we are entangled energetically. We, we are, it's in the grid, the universal grid, we're all interconnected. So it, when two particles unite, they get entangled and that it becomes very messy. So then the grid becomes messy. Your personal toroid energy and your grid, and then of course the universal energy, okay? So those filaments, kind of like a soul web, they run with information between two people or a circumstance or a trauma or a war or a, a country or a pet or somebody that lost a loved one. I mean, there's so much that I can tell you about this. And I know what I've learned is that before shamans used to call them, okay, let's cut cords, let's cut cords. So now you're not supposed to cut cords. So this is the information that I'm bringing in. Well, when, you cut a, when you cut a cord, you are breaking free. You cut it, right? You go, boom, you cut it. But what happens to the pieces that are still connected into my frequency and the pieces that are still connected in you? So what information that I've been receiving is that it's like a GPS. It's kind of like a vein. So there, it's really waves, okay? And these waves and these entanglements are transmitting information. So when, I can show you with my hands, I think it's better. So when we, we fuse together, right? We create this kind of motion. And so this is connected to me and this is connected to you, let's say. And we are transmitting fibers and filaments and strands throughout the whole process. And it's kind of like a frequency transmission, okay? If I cut it, what happens? I cut it, right? But then it's kind of like hanging around. This information's here, this is information's here. And then there's information from you still connected to me, and there's still information from me still connected to you. So what happens is that I've seen how they reattach themselves. It's kind of like, it has an imprint and it knows its way back to its original fusion. So when you and I, let's say, are flowing together, everything flows wonderful. When there's a break or there's a trauma, then this becomes like this. And then what happens, it's kind of like the way that I see it, it's like a thrombosis, an energetic thrombosis. And so all the different filaments become knotted the information becomes knotted and the transmission between the two people is completely messy and completely full of anger, completely resented. And then of course the transmission to the grid is the same way. So every single person in the same position as you is feeling the frequencies because we're all interconnected. So as I, I don't know, channeled whatever my higher self information of how to, to read, to disconnect. Okay. And pick up your fractals from that situation and return them and really cleanse it. Oof, it's, it's immediate. You neutralize the emotion. So the high voltage emotion in the body is released. And so is the entanglement. Now, the funny thing is people are like, Oh yeah, let's do it. Right. But then what happens to all the other bodies? and all the other timelines that we're connected and entangled to. So there's a whole process that I've uh, created and it's, it's powerful, Mike. It's, I have to like release those filaments from past lives, interdimensionals. I, we go into the original contracts of the two people or the situations. We go back in time into the trauma. 
we we cleanse that over there i mean it's it's great so it's all in my book it's all in my book this is what i do every day and so um i'm trying to make that book a self-help so people can actually do it if i i want a spiritual divorce okay the book will help you do that and then obviously i'm going to teach it so people can become certified practitioners of this formula that will really help you know ascend especially with soulmates Ah, those are the big ones uh i'm just imagining people asking now well if you're not cutting it what are you doing we're pulling we're pulling i mean i know we're pulling (laughs) yeah we're pulling but there's more to just the pulling you know we have to cleanse it's kind of like you know how we have dendrites and they're picking up signals Mm -hmm. We have to clean imprints and, you know, clear, clear the, the thrombosis, clear the energy knots that are around, find, a, find them where they are. Are they entangled in organs? Are they entangled in my chakras? I mean, there's a process to it and it's a deeper way of, of doing this. And it's, it's very awesome. And two things can happen. You neutralize, you move on, or two relationships come back together. I've seen it millions of times. When you do a, a detangling thing, you do a spiritual divorce, two people that have been having issues can fix their marriage, for example, or a parent with their son, they're not you know, speaking to each other and they have all these entanglements and all of a sudden, boom, they come together. Or it's been 20 years and you haven't spoken to your mother. You do a spiritual divorce and boom, you speak to them again. So we integrate the trauma. We need to find out also what patterns have been created with those filaments. That entanglement has frequency, it has pattern, has beliefs, has a bunch of stuff. So that information also needs to be integrated. So I put it together and, there, and a method kind of burst from, from, from my years of experience and it's, it's fun, I love it. I, I love it too and I'm glad I learned your way of doing it yeah. uh, before because I didn't know much, I'm not sure, sure it's even progressed since I learned but um I didn't know much about like you know cord cutting beforehand mm-hmm. so I just that's kind of like how I started but a couple of things popped up when you were talking uh, one of them was uh, when I was you know facilitating something like this for someone and you know she yeah we went through this like process and she had this like yeah very very huge like visceral reaction afterwards mm-hmm. and was, like, just like pretty pretty floored and then she says to me she's like I've done hundreds of cord cutting exercises mm-hmm. like why was that so different mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, was, I, I, I didn't really know but I, I think you know your your explanation can uh, can answer that for her now and hopefully uh, you can come and get certified and really learn it really awesome because I think that you gravitated to my energies because you have similar liked energies and it's a powerful energy to do surgery it's a psychic surgery really and yeah. um and I've had people kind of break down. So you really have to be trained for it because a lot of people are like, yeah, let's do some healing. No, you really have to really be serious about it. People break down, people have panic attacks, people faint, people don't want to wake up. You have to really, really know what the hell you're doing. Certain pressure points that you want to push in case people don't want to come back into the body. There's stuff that really happens. When you make people feel their trauma, it's traumatic. You know, they'll be, they're going to relive that. So you have to be really, really um, specialized in it. And I think that it's, 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 it's awesome. I think we need more of us in the world so that yeah. we can heal and, and enjoy life the way we should. You know, this earth life is really short. You know, we got to learn either we live it good or we live it, you know, not so good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's important to be able to have that safe kind of environment. And that's one of right. the biggest things, most important things for doing trauma work is, is feeling safe. Uh, mm-hmm. Another funny little thing. I'm just curious. This popped up too. Yeah. Uh, so doing this exercise with people, have you come across people who try to pull it out from the other person? You can. Well, I mean, uh, you pull it from you. I pull it from everywhere. Uh, I go all the way uh, back. So I noticed like a lot of some of like the most, you know, sensitive of empaths, they, they think they're supposed to like pull from the other person and then like, and then like still hanging on with like all the, the cord themselves. I'm like, no, no, why don't you, why don't you pull it from you? <laughs> We're working on yeah. you. And then, like, you don't want to take can, all of that from them. I mean, you can pull it from him too, but. Uh, I break but, everything. Yeah. The way yeah. that I, the way that I, I, I do it is I, I just pull, but I, I, I mean, there's more, you have to actually clean, you know, 
on a cellular level, the imprint of the frequency that was attached to it. Okay. Yeah, almost like a and, wound. I kept it going. Mm-hmm, wound. Correct. Like the, and just, there's a lot of stuff in there that comes out. There's like yeah. tons of stuff and you have to close receptors too. You have to really close those receptors that are actually transmitting. And um, the more we evolve, it's really not a cord. It's, it's just waves. It's filaments, it's strings, it's soul webs. And so it's like, right? yeah, it's information. So it's like entanglement, quantum entanglement. So why is this entangled? Well, you know, I've been studying a lot of quantum physics now because I've been doing a lot of cos- cosmic congresses and they, they asked me, so I'm like, okay, let me study a little bit more about it, but I'm not a, a, I'm not a quantum physics or, or no, like none of that. I did study science a little bit in biology and all of that, but I had a, a beautiful encounter with Dan Winter. I don't know if you've heard of him, but he was at, before me in the Congress and I, I was able to translate him. And he was talking about, he works with Greg Braden and all these big people, Bruce Lipton and stuff. And he was talking about how longevity waves and how they are and the quantum particles. I mean, it's, it's bizarre for me. I can't even understand their their language, but there is a science to what I am doing and what I'm offering in the book. And so I've already sent in it like uh, a signal to the universe that I, I want to connect to these people because I would love to do a study of what I, what happens in one of my sessions and the, the quantum physics behind it, because there is, there is, it's, I, I understand a lot of it, but there's more to the story and I would love to learn more about it. Yeah. I mean, really cool to, to hear yeah, how because that explains how did, it in all these different angles yeah like i was we were talking before about the soulmates what happens or when people are like their soul families they come together with their soul stars and then a quantum entanglement in in the form of an infinity kind of happens in in the heart energies so in the toroid so then of course the toroid is like and people are experiencing the the cosmic orgasm which is they're actually experiencing their own soul with the other person mm. that's what it is so that's why you know it's, there's an unlimited honeymoon effect there's <laughs> nothing you know yeah awesome. i like the name untangled untangled as Un- well untangled. like that concept of, uh, because a few maybe a month or two ago now i don't remember exactly mm-hmm. uh that's what i was i was feeling i was doing i think it was yeah around when a lot of COVID stuff started and I mm-hmm. yeah, just using that time to do a lot of really intense work. And the, yeah, this concept of being, being twisted came up. Like I felt mm-hmm. like my heart was twisted and I was twisted mm-hmm. and, and I was like, well, okay, like what do I need to do? And then my answer here was unravel mm-hmm. <laughs> and very similar to untangle. And then, so yeah, I went and did a uh, few day fast uh, vision quest in the woods and nature and just sat by mm. a tree for, for two and a half days with no food, no water. Uh, wow. And really to just allow that all to unravel. Um, unravel. Spirits, yeah. So, or so. you could say untangle. And so I like that too. Can you like paint? So what happens when you untangle? I, I'm, and then I'm assuming you're, you, know, you are aligning to you're aligning. your soul and just embodying you know, your soul and being able to live yeah. like this soul purpose-led life. So here's what happens. So, so, so I don't, well, I'm not in, I was going to show you the picture, but. The soul star, right? So once you're opening all of that, you connect your soul star to your heart chakra. You connect your solar plexus to your earth chakra, your your earth star, okay? And then you align everything. And then, of course, you untangle your chakras. And then once you're, that would be like the end. And then you, I do like part of the therapy, I open Inception, which is I download your original blueprint, okay? So that you can remember who you are faster, quick. You have no time. We got to get that your your cells to like wake up and and just activate there's you're not broken you're not shitty you're not this you you are this knowing this independent signature needs to come out and and right now we need to wake up so what am i doing different than you are nothing your god self is activating other dormant gods that's it we're all gods and in, and when i mean that with you know, the definition, there's so many definitions of God. It's that we are sparks of that living an experience on earth. We've heard that 10 million times, but how are we experiencing on earth? Well, some people use that God frequency to, to be demonic and to be what's going on in the world now. Um, or some people 
use that God frequency to, to live that honeymoon effect with everything, not only in relationships, with your work, with your passion. You know, if, you, if you're a musician, use your musician skills. If you are a medicine woman or medicine man, use your medicine skills. Whatever medicine you're here to bring is what needs to come out and play. And that, I think, is, is the main, main purpose, you know, however you want to do it. I can teach you how to do spiritual divorces the way that I feel it should be done. You're going to take it and you're going to do your own thing. And that's fine. That's fine. There's no that's right and wrong way. Be, right? That's how it's got to be. That's why, you know, it's, it's awesome. I love it. I love it. And love so it. for any, you know, say someone listening, yeah, especially right now, there's lots of crazy energies going on. They're, you know, an empath, they're sensitive and they might oh. to, you know, they maybe have a job or a career that they're not loving right now or a relationship that's struggling. They're just kind of in that place. What advice would you have for them right now? You know, perhaps they want to just really kind of be, live the more soul led life, you know, figure out what their purpose is, um, you know, heal some relationships or whatever it might be. What, what do you got for them? Where do I think, you start? Yeah, let's, you know, first I think number one thing that we need to know is that we have to be clear with our intentions. You know, we have to really be clear. So be clear. What do you, what do you want? You know, once you know what you're wanting and what you're desiring, then your desire will start to unfold. If we have a clear message, then, you know, the universe will bring back to us exactly our message. So if, if your relationship is off, I think that the best way to turn it on is to be honest with yourself. I think that a lot of people, I wrote something today in my Instagram and I, and I said, you know, people are, people are always telling me, I hate this earth. I'm so sick and tired of, I don't, I don't feel I belong. Really? Are you sick of being on earth or are you sick of not being yourself on earth? And then that's why you're pissed. So then get your shit together and start being yourself. How can you be yourself? Well, you have to activate your passion. What is your passion? We all have passions. When people tell me, I have no passion. You have a passion. Is it, a, is it an art passion? People think, oh, because a passion has to be linked with a talent. Well, Maybe you have a talent. Maybe you don't. Maybe you're a writer. Maybe you like writing. Maybe you have a hidden talent. Like I have a friend of mine that all of a sudden she took an art class and she's an amazing painter. She's like, I never knew I had this skill. Well, explore. You know, explore. Be honest. You're not happy in your relationship? Then tell that person. Talk about it. Stop, being, stop hiding behind a curtain. And then not feeling what you're feeling, really be honest. You know, I, I'm not feeling you anymore. I'm not feeling this. And I think that when you're honest with yourself and you're clear that this is not working at work or at, in my relationship or financially, then you can change your world. You can choose again. You know, we have that ability to choose again and, and rewrite our, you know, our, our, our stories. But if we don't know what story we're rewriting, then we're going to keep repeating our old patterns. Definitely connect with people like you, me, or people who can help you, you know, open up and clear a little bit of, 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 of beliefs that are, you know, limiting your capacity to maybe be honest with your relationship or be honest with, with, your, with your work. A lot of people feel like, oh my God, I'm not going to find another job. That's a limiting belief. You know, and if you're having that mindset, then you won't be able to evolve in, in, in that, in that best and in, in your better or your next step. So intention, number one, you know, writing is a good way of doing it. Write about your life, start writing yourself. And then you start to see your patterns, connect with people who have done the work and that can maybe hold your hand through your work. I mean, so it's faster. Okay. And, um, and just go out in nature and have fun. I really believe that you have to have fun. If you bring your childlike self into your adult self, then, then you start to, to activate a lot of fun passions. You know, I think that watch your children, watch your little, your son. I bet you that it's so much fun to watch your son play. Does he have any limits? He just does it right. He just does what he wants. He could cry one minute and then the next minute he's laughing. What does that mean? He is embodying everything. He doesn't stop his cry or he doesn't stop his laugh. He just does it. There's no mental fuck, you know? It's just boom. I want it. I grab it and I'm doing it. I boom. I do it and boom. So if we do this with coherence, 
You know, it's a very important. We're, if, we're, if, if we, are, we put our life in order, it's important. So another exercise is to look in your life, sit down and see what's out of order. Is my relationship out of order? Is my business out of order? Is my, my relationship with my children? Or I want children, but I'm scared to have children. Whatever is out of order, write it. Write it. Do an analysis. And, and then figure whatever way works for you to put your life in order. And then you'll live, a, you'll live in coherence. Balance. What is balance? I don't think that there's a specific way of balance. I think that there's... Um, happy moments or sad moments, but I think harmony would be the best way you want to live, you know, harmony, harmony in my life, harmony, in my words, harmony, in my thoughts, harmony, in my feelings and, and my reactions. And, and when I do face my contrast where my shadow pops up to so deal with it, deal with it and move forward, but don't stay there for a long time. Cause then you'll experience the dark night of the soul millions of times. And you don't have to go all the way so deep, you know? Oh, how wonderful. Thank you for that. I, I love yeah. you definitely just embody, you know, what exactly what you're talking about. You know, it's, it's clear yeah. that you're somebody who lives it, you know, you've integrated these um, divine feminine, divine masculine, these archetypes, the wise woman, right? The, the, the healer, all of it is so, yeah. so awesome. I uh, love connecting I love with it. people like you yeah. and yeah you got a quote in there that i'm definitely going to to use and share I like something awesome. about like yeah you don't hate being on earth like you hate not being yourself uh Honor. that's so good um yeah. so where lastly where can people find you and connect with you yeah. um yeah do you have a, um sure. an email list i can get on to get notified when the book comes out whatever you got yeah, to share um, and we'll at, end it there. yeah um you can go on my instagram it's um at keep it in the heart okay and then um there's a link, like a little link in my bio. It's like a, a link tree. And then you can actually join my mailing list. And then I will be letting everybody know when my book is coming out. And I'm always putting up stuff on my Instagram. And of course, my website is keepitintheheart.com. And if you want to read more about spiritual divorces with an S.com, you can. There's a lot of information there. I'm actually updating my, my site now a little bit to bring it up a notch i hadn't done a lot of that work now but i am and um yeah i, I listen I, I ask i tell people if you have questions write to me i'll get back to you i like to respond to anybody who has questions and then of course we do sessions you do sessions and um we can help you find the right medicine that you need so that you can uplift your life all right everyone i recommend right. men going in doing all those things checking it out and i uh, will see you next time well, thank you all right everyone i hope you enjoyed the show to stay in touch you can go over to instagram at the healthy empath find me there follow shoot me a message comment say hi and then also if you could leave a review that'll help other people get in touch with the show so rate and review and then also subscribe and you'll get notified when new episodes come out and then share this with a fellow empath somebody who you think will find it of a value all right guys see you next time